0: Welcome to another episode of He's Not Done Yet. We are so delighted that you've tuned in today. And uh, you know, He's Not Done Yet is a radio ministry that goes out on Victory Radio at 100.9, 95.3, and 15:30 a.m. It airs on Sunday morning. And then uh, we are also on Faith Talk at 99.5 and it airs on Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. And then they replay again on Sunday morning at uh, 8 a.m. We'd love to invite you to the First Pentecostal Church. We have church on Sunday morning and uh, we also have uh, church on Sunday night, but Sunday morning's at 10:30. 30. Uh, we're back at 7 p.m. on Sunday night. Now, if y'all are down to just one service on Sunday, we'd love to invite you to come on Sunday night as well as we'd love for you to come on our midweek service on Tuesday at 7 p.m. And uh, we'd be uh, delighted that you you would come. And uh, we also would like for you to, you know, you could reach out to us on he's not done yet.com, he's not done yet.com. Feel free to give me a call or text at 501 339 8017. 339 8017. Today's scripture comes from Lamentations, and uh, it's going to be 3, 22, and 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. I praise you today, God. I honor you, Lord. I thank you for being here, God. And we just love you so much, Lord. And we pray it in in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, you ought to put your hands together.
1: Come on, there's a blessing in the room. I'm going God's preparing the net breaking boat sinking miracle just for me I won't have room to receive the it. lord it's gonna Pairing and that breaking boat sinking miracle just for me. I won't have room to receive it, Lord. It's gonna hold
0: Special day, I'm telling you, I've got a one of my heroes, one of my truly good friends. I tell you, uh, brother Haney, um, you know, uh, you, we go back to when I arrived here, and uh, you know, I honestly, he he loved me really probably before anybody else would love me, or even, uh, you know, he kind of took me in and and uh, took care of me and. He'd take me and feed me, and uh, I tell you, I love this man, and I'm so thankful you're here, brother. We'd love for you to
2: come in and obey the Holy Ghost today, brother. Yes, sir. is it believe it's a pleasure being here with you. It's an honor. And uh, going back, we had some good memories. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. It's been a blessing. Uh, watching the hand of the lord on your life and watch god prosper you and man the holy ghost is it's so sweet and so yeah, good yes yeah, sir All right. I right don't mean to get emotional right <laughs> off the bat but Ooh, hallelujah but uh, god is good yes yeah, sir. sir he is and uh i uh, <clears throat> i I I would like to share you know a little bit of my testimony um I'm first generation Pentecostal, so uh, I grew up in a uh, preacher's home. My dad was a minister, Methodist minister, for a uh, number of years in the Morrillton and Plumberville area. And um, he started uh, his ministry when I was probably around eight, eight years old. And um, so I grew up going to church and uh, had a good mother. She, she worked and, and my sister, um, she was, uh, two years younger than me. And, uh, we were a close family, you know, my dad, he, uh, he obviously pastored the church, but he was a, a good father. He had me involved in Boy Scouts and spent a lot of time with me. I've got a lot of good memories, uh, with my dad. And, uh, you know, uh, we were in a small town, so I was influenced by you know some pretty rough uh, kids at the time. I was you know there was not many people for us to, to play with and to have a good time with. so it, we were limited and these, these, these guys that I was hanging around with, they were my neighbors. so uh, I kind of fell into a, a, a pretty rough crowd at a young age um they uh we played we, we played sports most of the time we were playing ball playing baseball and football and and just doing what kids do but but they had some so they hadn't they had some bad habits at a young age that you know i kind of picked up on but um they were all a lot older than me so they had some influence on me you know they they uh they, they were pretty tough on me because I was young and they'd pick on me a little bit and they toughened me up a little bit, you know, pretty quick at a, quick, at a young age. But um, sports was, uh, was a big thing for, for me and, uh, and it really connected me and my mother in a special way. Um, she really enjoyed watching me play ball and, and seeing me do good. Uh, on the academic side, I had a um, I you know I was diagnosed ADD and ADHD and uh, had some learning disabilities there that that was a struggle uh, for me and my mom because she was the one helping me with my homework and uh, come to find out I didn't I didn't realize this in, until I was, probably 35 years old, but I I realized that I had dyslexia, severe dyslexia. And that was, you know, that was something that nobody knew a lot about back, you know, when I was 10, 12 years old. And uh, so uh, the learning disability, they thought it was just an attention thing, but it was really, it was more severe than that. And I did good in school. I mean, I, I made passing grades, but, brother, really it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. And there was friction between me and my mother because she just didn't have much patience, you know. And bless her heart, she didn't know what was going on. So, anyway, but I I really gleaned a lot of love from my mother through the sports. You know, she something I could really make her proud of, you know, because she, she loved watching me. Perform in, in the sports world and and I wasn't a major league baseball player or NFL football player or anything like that but but I did good and and through um junior high and high school I really got involved in football and that just become my world and uh you know for teenagers in public school and and being involved in competitive sports that's just the center of their life that's right. and uh, it, it did, it meant a lot to me to, to perform and do well. And obviously because, you know, I enjoyed it. I loved it, but also it was a connection, you know, there with my mother. And, uh, when I guess I, when I was around 15 years old, I, um, uh, I started getting in a little trouble. Uh, got my hardship license and started drinking a little beer and, and got pulled over and got a DUI and, and things got started getting rocky. And uh, my dad at that time had been met, pastoring for about thirteen years. And uh, I, uh, as time went on, I kept getting in trouble, and uh, and and ended up, uh, you know, my dad ended up resigning the church. And uh, you know, as a teenager, I just I was going through all those. Things with alcohol and getting in trouble. And I just kind of connected my dad stepping away from the church because of my reputation. You know, I was in the newspaper and everybody knew, you know, I was getting in trouble. And and, uh, so that, that, that's when I was 15, that's when life started really getting hard on me. And I was making it hard on myself. I just didn't know. I was just trying to deal with life the best way I knew how to deal with it and uh my senior year of uh high school i ended up uh hurting my knee and i couldn't play the rest of the season out football and brother that just crushed me because football was my world you know and like i said that's something that connected me and my mother in a special way and uh so, you know, I was I was bitter. I was mad at God at that time. I remember I was I was upset because I felt like He took something from me that that I loved, and I was good at it. You know, so uh, you know, things really got bad after that because I really leaned into you know the other drugs and alcohol. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but you know where that leads. You know, it leads to a real dark place, and uh, lost a lot of direction in life. And I was, I was just wandering around from the time I graduated high school, which I graduated at seventeen, uh, till I was twenty-two years old. And uh, I can remember, uh, I can remember the morning that the Lord dealt with me. <laughs> and uh, I don't like getting emotional, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, me and uh, some friends were, you know, we have been out partying and doing, doing drugs, and uh, it was an ice storm that come through, and it froze everything over for a good 10 days it shut everything down and of course we're out roaming around and uh, we was coming off of this uh, this mountaintop on, a, on a pavement road and it overlooked the city and uh, I'm telling you the Lord dealt with me and uh, I said man I got to get out of here I got to change something you know this isn't working and uh, told my best friend he was with me and me and him we grew up together, and I told him, I said, "Man, I'm getting out of here. I'm moving to North Little Rock. I'm gonna." I had some grandparents there, and I said, "Man, we're I'm I'm leaving right now." So we headed to the house, and uh, I packed all my stuff up, and he was fighting mad. He was he couldn't believe I was going to leave him, you know, and uh, and I did. I left him, and uh, so I I moved to. To North Little Rock and uh, my mother eventually moved. She relocated and my dad, he was working out of town and uh, he eventually come back to, to Sherwood and um, him and I were uh, working together actually. He worked uh, for Bill Lockridge in Sherwood, good friend of Brother Clifton and uh, he was selling mobile homes and uh, I worked for my dad. You know, I wanted to be a salesman. And I told my dad one day, I said, "Dad, you know, we ought to go by that church on the freeway." I said, "We ought to go try it out." You know, I didn't know anything about Pentecost, and uh, he said that he would like to go try it out. And I said, "Well, what what do they believe?" And he said, "Well, well, they're 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 a little charismatic, you know. They're, they they." They speak in tongues and they clap their hands and they're a little, they're a little charismatic. And I was like, well, man, that sounds fun to me. Let's go try it out. So we did, and in fact, my aunt uh, came with us, and I believe it was around Easter. And uh, we we went and sat pretty close to the front, and uh, Bishop Bishop Holmes was preaching, and uh, man, I can't remember what he preached. I can't remember one thing he preached, but I can remember what I felt. And, uh, the Holy Ghost started doing the work. Yes, sir. And, uh, I, uh, I can remember, uh, driving to one of my, I was driving to a girlfriend's house that, that afternoon. And, uh. When I was driving to her house, she she lived about an hour away from from North Little Rock, and uh, I just started weeping and crying for no reason. And I'm I'm sitting there talking to myself. I'm like, "Man, what are you crying for?" And uh, it was the Holy Ghost, you know, working on me. And uh, I got to her I got to her house, and uh, and I was so excited about telling her about this experience I had, and, uh, she was Baptist, nothing against Baptist, but her daddy was the deacon of the church, Mm. and, uh, she told her mother that, uh, that I went to that Pentecostal church, and it wasn't a day or two later, her mother called me and told me not to ever call again, Mm. and, uh, so, I'm really thankful for that, but, but I, uh, it, it it didn't really break my heart. I uh, I just knew that there was something special that I felt and there was something special that I experienced, you know. And uh, anyway, I uh, I want to move on. And I I remember going back to my dad and my dad, my poor dad, he was backslid, he wasn't in church. And I said, Dad, I want to go back to, to that church, First Pentecostal Church. And he said, well, why, you know, there's other churches around. Why, why don't we go visit? this church and i said no sir i said i want to go back to that church right. you know and uh so um, i i kept I, I did go back and uh, i met tommy jones uh, and tommy jones took me around and invited me and and, and uh introduced me to everybody in the church and uh, i got to meet um uh, elder sister and I'm gonna get really emotional with, with with this one now. So, uh, she uh, she was so special, yeah. brother. She was an angel, yeah. and uh, she took she took me in and started praying with me and my mother. Uh, my mother came, and my mother came for about a year, and she loved my mother. Always reached out to my mother, but uh, I always prayed with Sister Holmes. Prayed with her about two o'clock every afternoon at the church, and uh, she had a real big impact on my life. Uh, she she was a special lady, and uh, she actually prayed me through to the Holy Ghost. And uh, but she, uh, I've heard that she prophesied one night, and uh, she was saying that she had a vision that angels were. Being, uh, being sent from the steeple of the church out into the freeway into cars and bringing people in. And uh, uh, that's what happened to me, Billy. I was driving down the freeway mm-hmm. and I saw that church. And I'm telling you, something compelled me to go and find out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... I enjoyed telling her that you know that she was prophesying about me. You know, one of them angels grabbed me and brought me in. And, um, but she she holds a special place in my heart. Uh, she uh, I've had many many prayer meetings with her, and uh, I miss her dearly. Uh, but so I um, so she prayed me through to the Holy Ghost and Tommy. Introduced me to my wife, Lori, Lori Beard at the time. And when I seen her for the first time, I knew she was the one. And uh, so we started dating, and we were married about two years after that. And uh, so, you know, God has uh, blessed me, uh, uh, you know, spiritually, and physically, I am, uh, I am, I'm just so thankful for, uh, the homeses and, and their, uh, their, their spirit of, of loving people, you know, and Bishop, you know, he, he treated me like I was his son and, and, uh, and mentored me through many situations and pastor Nathan, you know, of course he has just been like a, brother uh, a big brother and uh he is uh he's a rock he's someone that i can always count on yeah Yeah, pastor nathan so um so uh when i received the holy ghost and uh i was married to my beautiful wife and we've got children uh we started off with with uh uh, vivianne and uh and then Aiden, and during this time we were living with my in-laws so uh i was working a job making probably 13 dollars an hour doing heat and air and uh i uh was searching trying to figure out what i was going to do to make be able to provide a good living for my family and uh i was trying to get on at the railroad and had a few interviews with them and of course that would have carried me off that wouldn't have been the right thing to do but I got on uh I've I started a fast and I uh told the Lord I would do bus ministry and brother Ed Culpepper was leading it up and I went the first day the first weekend I did bus ministry I rode with brother Ed and told brother Ed that I was looking for a new job and uh, Come find out, L'Oreal was hiring, and uh, he got me an interview at L'Oreal, and I got, I got, I was hired, and uh, so the Lord worked that out real quick, <laughs> and uh, making I was making decent money there at L'Oreal. It was at the time it was it was a lot, and uh, it was a the Lord blessed me to be able to buy a house in Park Hill, and uh, I had a neighbor in Park Hill. His name was Chris Seaton, and uh, he had just started his own heat and air company. And the reason why I knew this, he would have equipment, furnaces, and condensers out by the road, and I seen his HVAC number on the back of his truck. And one day I was coming in from church one uh, Sunday afternoon, and he was standing outside painting some doors. And I said, well, I'm going to go talk to this guy. And i introduced myself and come to find out he was a good friend of my one of my cousins that was killed in a four-wheeler accident so we had a connection there automatic immediately and uh, he um, he asked me what i did and i told him i had hvac experience and he said well man i need a helper can you start tomorrow and he called me at seven o'clock the next morning and i was riding with him uh, working doing h-back uh during the day and working at maybelline in the evenings and uh i told pastor about it and uh bishop and uh he said well brother why don't you just get your h-back license and uh when he when he said that i automatically shut that down i said well there's no but that's all it took. He planted that seed in my, in my spirit and, uh, come to find out Chris, the guy I was doing the HVAC work for had the material, the books, and they were highlighted and labeled for me to study, to get my license. And he let me have them. And, uh, I went and put in an application to take my test and, went, took it, and passed it, and uh, got my HVAC license, and uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, one to like to work in one place, especially a factory, Uh, and that Maybelline job was, brother, that was, that was awful, and uh, I got my license, and I was working with Chris, and uh, it was spring, and people's air conditioners were breaking down and people knew that knew me were calling me. And so I just took the plunge and went out on my own. And, uh, I, uh, it wasn't long. I, I, I mean, within weeks, I got a contract with Sears home improvement and man, we, I started doing subcontract work for them and it just took off. Lord blessed it. And, uh, I, uh, I guess that was in 2008. So, I've been in business since 2008 and I've got 20 employees and been running running that thing ever since. And God's been blessing. And I'm I'm rejoicing in it today. That's the the benefit of living for God and digging out a prayer life and letting God lead and direct us. And I'm thankful for it. Yes sir. yes, sir.
0: Well, Brother Haney, thank you. Hadn't y'all been blessed, I tell you. 2008, brother, that brings back memories. I got here June of 2008, brother. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, that uh, was a good year. I tell you that Brother Haney took me in. He'd take me in. Um, I'd get to go ride with him, and he'd feed me. And then, uh, you know, just... Um, I remember having appointments out there and it'd be snowing and didn't have no transportation and you slap it in four-wheel drive, brother, take me to my appointments. And I'm telling you, brother, thank you so much, brother Haney, for that. And man, we love you. Thank you so much. We're going to ask our pastor to come in and sing a song called... You thought I was worth
3: saying So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up